This episode of Probably Science is brought to you by The Great Courses Plus. For a 30-day free trial, go to thegreatcoursesplus.com slash probably. Probably Science. Hey everyone, welcome to Probably Science. I'm Matt Kirshen. I'm Andy Wood. Hey Andy, it's big day, it's the last day before. Well, by the time people hear this, I will have already... Uh, come out of surgery or I'm a ghost Ooh. <laughs> or you've got a tail or they accidentally yeah. cut one of your balls off there's a, there's oh, any there's number so of things many. that could happen I don't know if I should I write something funny on my back so when they about to cut me up they see something I don't know is this thing funny with a sharpie you can do by the surgical site like this isn't my back so you get they get all confused oh uh, yeah they turn you over and yeah <laughs> this way up I do know I've, peop- I've heard of people doing things to make sure, like if you're getting a leg amputated and they're super concerned about the possibility of the wrong one, like writing all over the "cut me off." This is the one to cut off. Do this one. It has happened. We should introduce yeah. our guest. We We're just sitting here. It is this our second married couple episode? At least I would think. I think so. In seven years, it must be. It must have happened. Either way, <laughs> between them, comics, actors, writers. It's Chris Martin and Hannah Stanbridge. Hello. Hello. <laughs> actually, I was supposed to be on on my own. You were. And then you went, actually, can you bring Hannah? So that well, you, made me feel bad about myself. Well, you said... talking about that in the car You said you wanted to work out the timing because you shared a car. Yeah. And then we were like... Well, don't oh, tell your we? listeners how poor we are. Do we don't have a car. <laughs> You're eco-friendly. You're That's environmentally yeah, conscious. We are exactly. environmentally conscious. <laughs> You're a vegan? I'm a vegan. You'd, you're, I do fly sometimes, though, yeah. via aeroplane. Mm, that's the worst. It, you might also recognize Hannah's voice from the Hello. Wired accent hey, video that we did. Hey, Google. Hey, Siri. She <laughs> was we can make Scotland. everyone's devices go off right now. Oh, my, my, my Siri's working. Look at that. He says he's here. Look at that. You oh, my goodness. so excited anyway. that you got some validation from your AI. <laughs> that, that video was so life. viral. I saw ads for Google Home that had... Hey Google, add Worcestershire sauce to my shopping list. No. Like, the people at Google saw that <gasps> oh my God. and made. I did that commercial audition. You did for that's the so that true, but for Canada, and I can't do a Canadian <laughs> accent. You, I did, you did that commercial that audition, had... and you were the worst one that it was based on, <laughs> and you <laughs> still didn't get it. That's hilarious. <laughs> Holy shit. That's um, that's incredible. Oh my God! Now you say that, that is <laughs> so correct. No. Yeah, the first time I saw the ad, I was like, holy shit, this really did go viral. If I yeah. To Google HQ. That is crazy. I was supposed to be Canadian and I just didn't. And I was asking everyone in the waiting room beforehand. I was like, what's the difference? Because we don't say like a boot in the in the lines because it's just like, so hey, how do you make it so I was Canadian? going like, hey, Google. I was going like, sorry, sorry, sorry. before I went <laughs> in trying to be That's Canadian. Shit. <laughs> That's hilarious. Should have told them. I know, I should have said. I feel like one of the Canadian tells is also like long or short A's, like a, like a Mazda or a pasta would be Mazda and pasta. Mazda and pasta. Because they say it like Scottish thing? people, yeah. Because I say yeah. Mazda so yeah, yeah. and pasta. Yeah. Do Maybe they long say, and short is the wrong I used to that, I used to host trivia nights and I um I used to say Nissan all the time. Nissan. And everyone would shout at me like, it's Nissan! It's <laughs> Nissan! From everyone. I'd be like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> sorry, I got this Japanese word wrong. I know. Like, yeah. You're probably not even saying it right. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's very funny. That's very true. <laughs> that's crazy that you didn't realize. Yeah, we also had that follow-up video that was trying to get, trying to figure out which age of children the devices can understand them. It didn't go yep. as viral, but like, <laughs> had some views. We'll link to both of those in the show notes. We will. We will. We will indeed. Hey, Chris and Hannah. 
Hey. When you're not comedying and acting and podcasting, uh, we like to ask, I guess, this. What, what, if anything, is your background in science? And that's that's a face that many guests have made. Like a face <laughs> background of horror. Background into science. In, in, or insight. Like, and by the way, that's ranged from, like, I had a cl- class or a teacher that I liked or hated, to I blew stuff up in the woods with my friends when I was a kid. Okay. To, what about um, spraying a Lynx deodorant can in front of a lighter? I mean, that's a yes. science. That's a science. That's a flamethrower. I put a mental into a Diet Coke. You've but, actually done that? Yeah. Is it as fun as it looks? Yeah, it was really, really fun. It was the most, <laughs> it was the well, most well spent, like 50 cents for a pack of Mentos I've ever spent. Did it you was do really a full cool. pack, pack into a two liter? Or no, 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 no. I just put one in at a <laughs> time. That's a scientific oh. question. A whole pack in a two liter? All right. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I've done half in a one, but never two in a hole in a two. I want exact percentages <laughs> and amounts. And what I, is the ratio of Mento to Coke right, that right. you did? I can't believe I've never done it. Like, I have nephews who would probably love that. Next yeah. time I go home, I should be like, hey, guys, let's go out in the backyard. And- it was so much fun. It was only, I just used a small bottle and, a, and one mental, and it went. It really? Literally. It went mental. It went. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. 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 He's on. <laughs> Couldn't let you get too my dad's much listening. My line, he just like, left. Um, and then I also had a physics teacher who used to say, I mean, like used to call me Hannah all the time, and I think he used to think it was really funny. He it was like such a fi- he's, he's Scottish, but it's su- it was such a joke that he'd be like, "Oh, um, oh, uh, Lloyd, can you come over? And Sarah, can you and uh, Hannah?" And I was always like, "Why are What's you doing that?" And I didn't understand. Is it? Are H's rare in, in Scotland? <laughs> no, I don't think so. But in fact, there are quite a lot of Hannahs for starters. Literally one of the main reasons why I didn't take physics was because he always... And I, when you're a kid, you don't want to be called out for anything. You yeah. just want to be the exact same as everyone. Yeah. So I didn't take physics. So one shitty teacher and the shitty joke stopped you. Yeah. And I was really good at physics. That's that sucks. That sucks when teachers are. That's for kids to do. I know. Like, what you're supposed to be above. That. I know. I'm sure it's because he had a crush on you. Obviously. Ov- obviously, he had a crush on a thirteen. <laughs> I love how you said. I'm sure he's just a pedophile. That's how. <laughs> yeah. that, you said that in such a sweet way. I'm sure he, you know. He, There's yeah. nothing. Aww. Nothing. It wasn't like he was a jerk or anything. He yeah. just. Yeah. Don't worry about it. It's just a, just a sex thing. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Oh, oh, I feel bad for him though. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't choose that. What life. was his name? Well, I can't say it now. We've called him a pedophile. What was, what was his first... <laughs> Alleged. What was his first name? Mister. Yeah, Mister. Yeah, yeah. I no. can tell you his first Mach- name. Mister. Mister. <laughs> That's I, all my science so that background. that ruined your whole love of physics. Yeah, it really, it genuinely did. I used to dread going to that class. I think, did I do biology for A-level? I did biology for higher. Okay. I did triple science, Matt. Did you have to do that stuff at school? I did. I got. I did triple, so that somebody for GCSE. Double. Yeah, right. so I was good enough to do triple, but and then I carried on biology. Basically, What's, at, G- yeah, at GCSEs, triple. you could either you could either do individual physics, biology, and chemistry, or you could do and you get three GCSEs separately, or you can do like a combined double science, which is a bit of an easier course, and you only get two. You either get you get two. GCSEs out of it oh, I didn't know that You guys did that Yeah We don't do that Because you've got An entirely different System in Scotland yeah, anyway Yeah Yeah We just had generals I guess that's Pretty similar Generals and hires Yeah like, Yeah <laughs> Standard grades And hires mm. Which doesn't sound What are standard good. grades That's the equivalent To GCSE oh, Or what used so to be Scottish though, Just standard well, There's a standard Let's not, not make a big deal About it, it, it Is it Irish They call it all grades 
Oh, grades. Or is that back in the day? That feels... Well, it used to be O-level uh, and A-level. O- o- ordinary <laughs> level and, a- and was that? Yeah. Yeah, advanced Sorry, level. Sorry, O-grades. So is that what they called it in Ireland? All levels. Yeah. Sounds like grades, yeah. o- <laughs> The O-grades. <laughs> with an apostrophe the after grades, the O. Yeah. yeah, I was like, the come on. Sorry. Mick grades in Scotland. O-grades in... I think we've established we don't have very good science backgrounds. Yeah, so... No, it's better than... But the flamethrower, I used to do that. Oh, yeah. A favorite of my childhood, yeah. What type of axe deodorant you go for the American more, equivalent? And kids, I, my nephews listen to this now, so guys, don't do this. Um, I think we would use WD 40 because it had that, that <gasps> stick at the end of it. Wow, wow. advanced, yeah. yeah, that's yeah. that's a level. But actually, here's a good lesson to make kids not do this. Uh, yeah, I was big into pyromania, probably like fifth grade, and then the summer after sixth grade. Uh, my friend uh, was trying to like light a fire- firecracker and throw it, and it went off too soon, and he like lost the end of his thumb. I was like, okay, that's, that's the end of any player wow. with, with blow up things. Wow. So that phase of all of our lives ended abruptly that summer. He's Someone doing fine. He, thumb. It's just that he doesn't have a thumbnail, basically. It's just not very all right. good. All right. I just... thought it was just like his fingerprint, and then he could just do crimes oh, with man. just his yeah, thumb. Yeah. That's a good origin story. That's a good origin story. <laughs> How much do you need the end of your thumb, anyway? I don't H- think it affects hitchhiking. Yeah. That's not really a thing anymore. <laughs> base slap base. Yeah. Slap at the uh, base. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, it's also weird thinking about my nephews listening to this now. I got to change some things about the podcast, Matt. <laughs> Keep me in check. How old ever, is he? Um, the the ages of the two who I think are listening are uh, nine and thirteen. Okay, I think so. Uh, X nail on the swearing. And no, I'm not. I mean, do what you want. Right. My, my, I mean, brother, yeah. my brother's the one exercising bad swear. judgment. Don't teach them to them. use yeah. flamethrowers. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I think that's. Uh... You can't lose a thumb swearing. Last time I tried. <laughs> Depends on the country. Yeah. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> Matt, do you want to get into let's, some stories? Let's get into some stories. Well, we could also we got some good, uh, like actually information laden emails from listeners. Yeah, why don't we do that? We've, it's been a while since we did some corrections and clarifications. So we've established that I don't know shit about the life sciences. I'm sorry. I just I took one biology class in ninth grade and never again. So we were talking about antibodies, and I thought they were only things related to viruses. And then we had a listener named Kaija who sent in an all-caps email. <laughs> Guys, antibodies are only against viruses or bacteria? Three question marks. I'm overreacting to this because it was the topic of my PhD, so bear with me. Um, so antibodies are little Y-shaped proteins that target one thing, but that can be viruses, bacteria, fungi, whatever. Even yourself, uh, i.e. autoimmune diseases, um, B cells in your immune system identify something as foreign when it's presented to them by a different kind of immune cell like dendritic cell or macrophage and then produce antibodies. Uh, The antibodies go out in search of their target, stick to it, flagging it to be killed by other immune cells. Certain types of antibodies, uh, their subclasses based on the stages of the immune response, hang out in your blood for years. When you get a blood test to see if you need an immunization boost for like a whooping cough in your case, Matt. uh, I got whooping cough a few years ago because my mum fell for a vaccine scare in 1980. Hang on, what, what, how did you get it off that? What no, you no, mean? Didn't it means I was got, never immunized. Got... Oh, vaccine! Oh, she was scared of the. Va- oh, she. Was, yeah, that oh. was in 1980s. In 1980s in London, the it vaccine big, scare yeah. that was going around MMR that summer stuff, was yeah. exactly. Yeah, and now they're kind of globalized because of the internet and everything. But yeah. it used to be the case that vaccine scares have existed for years, but they were. They used to be localized and only last for a short amount of time. And it just happened that whooping cough was the one when I was a kid. And my mum fell for it. And and so I never got got immunized. And then years later in my 30s, I caught it. Is it? We just got um, got our injections in the... um 
Just in in right the middle aid. of Rite Aid. Very weird to get injected in the, the middle of a I've store. I've had that before. The T-Dab? Or uh, yeah, yeah, what's that one? It's got like tetanus. three in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just we, got that yesterday. Yeah, we, yeah, got, we that just got that. And like, uh, what's the other one? The flu one. One in each arm. Just in the middle of a store. That is yeah, weird about America. Weird. Just yeah. sitting there. My little dog was just what, looking at us. <laughs> Someone's buying their like some biscuits while I'm getting my arms jabbed. It's kind of funny. Yeah, they put up a tiny screen. Like, no screen. We didn't even have a screen. We just sat in some chairs. Just walked out with like her. Next to the toilets, actually. Sharpie thing. You know, the thing where you put all the sharps in yeah oh, right, right. just one of those just walked out with that and we were like no nah, this isn't clean is it just got healthcare though so free injections just get, we one just got everything we could nice. okay, right. that's what andy's running well i thought i was gonna hit my deductible i assumed they were gonna charge me the f- i'm getting surgery it's probably pretty expensive tomorrow yeah. and yeah. uh i thought i was gonna spend my whole like seven thousand dollar deductible which is terrifying and then mm. i was like well as long as i do that i should just also the rest of the year try to get anything else done i like, get any mole looked yep. at or whatever yeah. And then they called yesterday to get my credit card info. The surgery is only costing me eleven hundred dollars. What? Which is Yay. yes, it's not free, European listeners. But yeah. like, that's no, no, no. When I thought it was going to be. Silly what are you grand. having done? Uh, a micro discectomy in my oh, yeah. a back. They're just cutting out a part of a disc that, that oh herniated or ruptured. Um, oh, no. By the way, Kaiju, just to be fair, also then finished with, oh. I see now that the start of this email was intense, but I refuse to change it. <laughs> Love the episode anyway. Good luck with the surgery, Andy. Aww. Yeah, thank you very much, Kaiju. But yeah, so I guess, uh, yeah, they measure antibody levels to test for, to see if you need an immunization boost. Yeah, how right. did you not get a Tdap shot just as an adult? Because mine yesterday included whooping cough. Yeah. I... I don't know. My it didn't. My oh. my, I think I, I had like separate tetanus and diphtheria shots as a kid. Okay. Yeah, but then you can get a booster that's got everything. Yeah, I don't know. Hey, can something bad happen if you get a booster when you don't really need? Because I can't remember when I last had it. I, so I just said, I believe no. Okay, yeah. great. That's yeah. what I was like. Just why not top it Again, up? Yeah. Kaiser, Kaiser, if you want to write back yeah. and correct us on that, but um, <laughs> you cap- if you write in capital letters the start of email, I know we're probably going to die in a minute. <laughs> I, uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure no, because I've had that conversation with a doctor before. Because again, I, ha- you know, you register in. America, you register in a new country and all of your... Uh, yeah, you don't know your you records. You don't know any of your Yeah, history. and you can get some of the records and stuff and you can get it sent over, I guess, but it's a pain. So there were... When I got my first physical, like, full check, there were a couple of those boosters and I went, I don't know which of them I need and which of them don't. And the, and the doctor just went, no, you can just have the tetanus one again. It's yeah, fine. That's what... And yesterday it's, I was worried. I was like, should I get this? If surgery's in two days, I said it doesn't matter. And I also said I didn't know when the last time I had it was. And they said, we'll just give it to you and then you're good for 10 years. Yeah. There you go, go. 10 years. Yeah. Did you get your flu one done? Get flu no, one. it was just those t- three. But my arm still kind of hurts. Weirdly. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Four hours. Yeah, no, yeah. Yeah. Still. My, yeah, yeah. I decided to do TRX the next morning, and I Oof. basically just had to lift my other arm. My right arm had to lift my left arm yeah. up the entire time. It was good. Surprisingly painful. But, um, but thanks, thanks yeah. for that. Thanks for that correction. Thanks for the clarification. Here's another. Here's oh, another. Are you going to do the chemistry one? Uh, no, you can do it. the organic. Organ- I mean, are we going to do the chemistry one? Sure. Yeah. So. Uh, this is again, this is a chemist saying, uh, firstly, I wanted to point out that all the flame colors Matt mentioned were wrong, but then he figured that out by himself. He said, I'm a PhD student oh. in theoretical chemistry and a pedant. Uh, yeah, a couple of weeks ago, we were talking about the flame tests, and I was like, uh, yeah, it's like, and this color's this, and this. Remember that in chemistry? Yeah. And I named a couple of the colors, and then the next week had to go like, I was not right about a single one of those but I did work it out by myself I did correctly work out that I had incorrectly said all of them potassium purple or yellow Uh, I know sodium is yellow alright there we go 
Do you actually know anything on this podcast? Because <laughs> I was I was here to learn off you guys, but I feel yeah. like it's the blind leading the blind. Yeah, we just say dumb things and smart listeners write in. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. No. It's weird that smart people smart would rather do that than listen to actually smart. But do you know what I mean? Like it, yeah. Well, we no, do we have genuinely smart. smart people on from time to time to correct right. us. So do you reckon at this point when they realise our level of... Do you reckon, how many people do you reckon have just gone, screw this, I'm out? <laughs> Are your is, nephews out? Are they gone? already heavier on science than most episodes. <laughs> out of the gates, we've already learned yes. a couple things. Okay. Yeah, okay. Potassium. Fuck, I can't even find potassium in here. It's not even on this list. Maybe it wasn't even one. Tin is blue-white. Lead is also blue-white. That's convenient. Nickel is silver-white, sometimes reported as colorless. Sodium is intense yellow. That I knew. Intense yellow. And it's invisible through cobalt blue glass. I didn't know that. Oh. Lithium is crimson red. Oh, no, here we go. Potassium is lilac. That's that says purple. Yeah, you're I was right. in the mix. Specific you're in the right. Triple area. Thank you, triple science. <laughs> Copper is bluish green. What is this useful for? Uh, if you don't know what an element is, I guess, right? Or well, what a compound is. Also, doesn't that then also? It's the same reason we know the composition, chemical composition of stars. I think it's something <gasps> like that. Yeah, because oh, they because when they because the light from stars. Yeah, interesting. The, you can look. You, you put it through uh, if you. You know, find the spectrum of that light, and you see where the little peaks are. You can know what the different elements are. That, are that makes sense. And oh. then you can also know how much they've been shifted. Because uh, if you go like, okay, well, this is this is the marker for what should be helium, but it seems to have a wavelength that is this much longer than you'd expect. Then you can calculate how fast it's moving away from you, and therefore how far it is. Hmm. Oh, that's cool. I thought for a minute you were going to say... That's amazing. ...is stars, and then if you just hold one in a Bunsen burner. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, ah, oh, this is a big Bunsen it's burner. You, you, you get your star, you dip it in some solvent, <laughs> and then you hold it in the flame. I was like, that's very... You need some big old safety specs for that one. Yeah, obviously you do it in, you do it in the fume cupboard. Okay. Oh, yeah, you got to be careful. got to be safe. Safety first. Yeah. Safety first. <laughs> so... So in your, the, this is a response to your comment last week about, or a couple weeks ago, about how yeah. inorganic and organic chemistry are funny divisions. Yeah, because that all. was Joelle when she was like, I'm out, i got to do both. That's too much chemistry. Yeah. And I said something like, well, it's, yeah, it's weird how just organic, just adding a carbon atom gives you as much chemistry again. Because that's right. the only, the inorganic and organic is like everything that has carbon in it is organic chemistry. Right. And they're the two branches. Oh, and the, and but I was even off on the ratio there, because uh, I wanted to inform you that we as a species know about ten million plus inorganic molecules so oh. far, and about ninety million plus organic molecules, which makes it less weird to separate the two just by adding our carbon, kinda. <laughs> so it's like it's actually not even yeah, as much it's again. It's I feel like I'm learning stuff and then it's it. having to go away again. I'm having to take away that tiny thing that yeah. I learned. So there are <sighs> molecules considered inorganic that contain carbon but they are few things like carbon monoxide or carbon dioxide but i think it's more historical nowadays and there's a lot of crossover still actually most inorganic chemists probably spend 90 percent of their time in the lab cooking organic ligands to throw some methyl in later or study the properties of the generated complexes right as we all knew we all knew that the interesting thing about carbon is it's so much more versatile than any other element you can basically make it bond to any other element in some way and the forming bonds are pretty stable, which is impossible with most other elements. They form bonds with themselves very well, can have up to four bonds in total, like silicon in the same group, form double and triple bonds with other elements or another carbon, 
and are small enough, in contrast to silicon, to fit into larger molecules very nicely and in lots of different geometries. Hey, uh, this is a fun one, because we were talking about being environmentally friendly yeah. and how your veganness helps. Yeah. You're helping we're the trying world. To do, trying to do a new podcast, actually, to us about the environment. Oh, yeah? It's called No Straws, Please. And... <laughs> Uh, that's all we've done so no we've, we've made a pilot we're just waiting to hear but I'd like to Chris really cares about the one environment one of the things you can do to help the environment is discuss it which is so a podcast is the ultimate way of doing that right so basically I'm helping by she doesn't doing... really give a shit about the environment I mean I... but I quite care a lot I care too much as yeah. it makes me very sad a lot of the time when right. I think about it whereas she just, just lives her life which is the much healthier way of doing it I mean if people tell me to do something I'll do it but I don't want to go out my way. I'm so I'm the exact person that should listen <laughs> to that kind of podcast because I just you want do someone some to stuff tell because me. I sort of make you do it, but you so don't want to. What was it? What's some stuff I've met? I'd like bought some soap the other day instead of shower gel not for do, the plastic saving, that. and she's just like, I'm not doing that. No, they're already it's already sulfate free and vegan and it's quite expensive free. actually <laughs> to get a, a cruelty free bar of soap that has no plastic. I There's feel some like, market somewhere in in town that lets you refill. Shower gel. All sorts of oh, stuff. That's better. Liquids. So you bring your empty container there and... It, that's better. What? Hang on, you're just getting... That's... I can see... Where does it just got liquid... What? Shower they've, gel dispensers? Yeah, they bought like yeah. bulk. I that's amazing. A friend told us about it. Yeah. yeah, so you go you go there and they've got... They've got loads of different things that you would normally buy in single-use plastic containers. Oh. Excellent. And you refill it from a big... From like a massive container instead. Do you have any more details than somewhere yeah. in town? I'll, I, if I have we'll to drive Google it. We'll I think Google it's it. very findable. Just keep you, asking. Um, you, but you'll have to double check what's in everything. Go to that shoe shine place. It. Oh, yeah. I have to check what's in it. Yeah. You can go to I that don't... shoe shine place where the guy gives you information. <laughs> Get your shoe shine and go, like, hey, uh, what's the word on the street <laughs> well, about this? Yeah. For a minute, I thought that was a real thing. Yeah, like, where is so the shoe like, shine place? It's like, it's like the hipster Yelp. You just go get your shoe shined. But I can't deal with it because I can't deal with. Soap it just reminds me of like working class Scotland <laughs> with my imperial leather, and that's all we could afford. Oh, so, um, so I didn't realize it was, it was <laughs> the memories. Soap on a what was it? Soap on a string. Soap on a rope. Soap on a, soap rope. On a rope. That's it. Yeah. That's better. That's a better. That's a better. Better than soap, soap on a string. string. <laughs> soap on a string. Uh, soap on some kind of cord. They went through so many variables before they landed on a rope. <laughs> So I'm glad I wasn't in like the Mad Men marketing team for that <laughs> when that was going down. <laughs> soap on a bunch of spider webs yeah. together, which is actually stronger than you'd think. But um, oh. Sustain LA is the place you're thinking of. Oh. SustainLA.com is the place to go to check out uh, the, the Sustain LA refill station. Great. Yeah. You I'll they, check it out. You can refill household and body care products. Um, can I dispose of a blender there? That's the thing I've had in the boot of my car for about a month. Or trying trunk. to find what's, a place that'll is it, recycle is it. Is it a dead blender? Or yeah, yeah, it's, it's a broken. Dead so, so we what, don't want to bring it. What's interesting is it's very hard. In in the UK, am I mad? There's so many dump, you, dumps or a thing. You go to right. the tip or the dump. Yeah. And they have stuff that just gets like crushed and put in the landfill. But they have stuff, they electronics, they normally salvage and recycle. Here people just leave stuff outside their apartment on the pavement or yeah, like sofas yeah. which is not going to be because the dog pisses on it so then that just gets trashed up but they no one like in the UK you would go with your dad to the dump it was like a Sunday activity is that not a thing in America I, I remember you guys have to the junkyard but not, not I haven't done it in decades now but, but, like, but are there junkyards in well, LA that will take electronics and <clears throat> so, I, so here's the thing I found, found one in Glendale 
But I turned up and they were like, we're not open apart from Saturday and Sunday morning. And to on the, the weekend, like I tried to go in, it's like, you can't come in because you're not. And I was like, it's just a lot of effort to go to. to and I've still got it in there. I will have to make room on a Saturday morning. But he drove to Glendale and back, which Jeez. in my head says, the gas bad for the environment. Thing. Yeah, it's tough. Same thing with being um, buying locally. Like hipsters like to, you know, don't go to a grocery store. You should buy all your stuff locally. But actually, by the time you go to all those local stores, we, you probably burnt more petrol. We talked about that on an episode. Oh, yeah? Uh, well, you weren't on that episode. Oh. It was by my old university friend, Pete, who's an oh. environmental scientist. But he lives out in Colorado. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about the fact that, yeah, sometimes some of those things are counterproductive. Right. Yeah. Because... They you see, exactly. like economies of scale with larger e- Exactly. That's like the actual... Um, the shipping of things from a big farm to different places is actually relatively low Cold, carbon yeah. compared to again like the sort of jump bouncing around and right right yeah. and uh, how optimistic was he as an environmental scientist not very no really <laughs> <laughs> is that going to be bleak oh no but well also he's not a climate scientist he's a uh, I can't remember what it is he's actually working on he's always off in jungles somewhere oh right it's really cool you but, rarely hear good news that's true you really are anyway anyway sorry I've got, what, you wanted no, to talk about say, actual stuff there's sorry. also yeah well first of all <laughs> look up Sustain LA if you want to go refill Sustain your, LA. yeah we're gonna go um, um, but uh, have you heard of, of Operation National Sword in China what is have this? I speaking of leak <gasps> stuff I don't have an actual story except I'm just gonna regurgitate what I heard on 99% Invisible a very good podcast um, so China started this policy a couple of years ago after a movie about a documentary about people who live near dumps and recycling sites in China sort of went viral and showed how awful that is. So China decided to stop being the purchaser of all the world's recycling. Yes. yes. And now we have this huge problem because there was a system before that worked well where they'll ship over containers full of goods to us. We ship those containers back full of sorted recyclable that they purchase from us and then they recycle it and they've just decided to stop buying any of the world's recycling so now the things you think are getting recycled are probably just ending up in a landfill which doesn't mean don't recycle but like it's just a depressing change of things so what oh oh, that so the the thing you said the sword thing what was that called Operation National Sword Operation National Chinese initiative to stop stop taking recycling stop taking recycling Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. because it sounds a lot more impressive than what it actually is I thought there was going to be actual swords involved there should be yeah which I was really excited about is another country going to try and cash in on that I mean there's not much of a market in it unless you can do it in a huge scale because you're buying junk junk, and it's yeah, so I don't know what the... I mean, in this podcast, the the producer of that, as they discovered more about this, was getting more and more depressed. But then I guess the sort of takeaway is like focus on not even using things in the first place more, right. than, yeah. more than on recycling or, or on reusing things that are reusable mm-hmm. by yourself in their current form as opposed to hoping they'll get yes. broken down and recycled. Yep. So here's one minor good story, maybe. And actually... <laughs> The scientists are just down the road from us at USC who discovered this. Oh, so one of the major causes of greenhouse uh, gases is uh, the beef industry. Cows. Yeah. And particularly cows... Farting. Not f- farting even. Uh, belching. They, be- <gasps> they belch out methane. Right. And methane is a greenhouse gas that is many times more potent than carbon dioxide. Mm-hmm. So a, a fluffy pink seaweed that can stop cows from burping out methane is being primed for mass farming by USC researchers. The university's seaweed research group. <laughs> Great. Which, I don't so know whether you just joined that on a whim. 
<laughs> what is this stuff? It's all over the seaside and we can't work it out. Someone research this. That's great. Oh. Were they? It's all slimy. We don't even know why that is. <laughs> I'm so glad there's those people. So, led by Associate Professor Nick Paul. Yeah, Nick. That if Australia could grow enough of the seaweed for every cow in Australia, the country could cut its greenhouse gas emissions by 10%. This particular seaweed species, called Asparagopsis, grows prolifically off the Queensland coast and was the only seaweed found to have this effect in a study led... Uh, five years ago, led by CSIRO. It also makes your pee smell horrible. I was going to say, like asparagus, right? Yeah. So how many different related. types of seaweed did they give to cows? They've given all this. That's the only one they've discovered. I don't know, but this is a type of seaweed that the cows willingly eat, so you're not Ooh. stuck shoving stuff in their oh, feet that they nice. don't like. They're apparently, they've been known to wander down to the beach and have a bit of a nibble, according oh. to Dr. Paul. There we go. <laughs> Dr. Paul. And when added to cow feed at less than 2% of the dry matter... This particular seaweed completely knocks out methane productions. It contains yeah. chemicals that reduce the microbes in the cow's stomach that cause them to burp when they eat grass. Will it work on Chris and stop his burps and farts being so smelly? Is, is, it, is that a is side it, effect of veganism? Yeah, I think it's just a side effect of Chris Martin. <laughs> it, it might be a, this might be the old counterintuitive thing of a vegan diet, but who knows how much methane I'm going to start fucking putting seaweed, seaweed in his food. Any seaweed. <laughs> Just all kinds of seaweed. I'm going to join that group. That seaweed, <laughs> seaweed research. research group. <laughs> Why are you in it? For the environment. Why are you in it? To make my husband yeah. smell less. For my, my environment. <laughs> yeah, very yeah. local. <laughs> very, think locally. Think locally. Yeah, <laughs> act, act globally. Act globally. <laughs> this... That's good news. That's though. great, though. Yeah, so just they just need to yeah. get that seat. They need to convince all the f- cow farmers around the well, world. Well, they've got to work out ways to sort of mass produce it. The seat... Uh, but, and they've got to test it, obviously, to make sure if the cows eat it on the regular, they're healthy and the beef and the milk are good quality, according to Dr. Paul. So this is all happening. But the one thing that currently is missing is how to make this be produced sustainably. Project scientist Anna Wegner said the team's challenge was to find the perfect growing conditions to move crops from the lab to outdoor aquaculture tanks. We know the chemical composition of asparagopsis and we know the chemical compounds that actually reduce methane production in cows. And so now we want to maximize the concentration of that chemical so we can use less seaweed for the same effect. Okay, that makes ex- sense cool. as well. So they try and cultivate a ty- a strain of that seaweed that really has the most of the stuff that does the, the thing. G- exactly. Yeah. So you can maybe even take it down from 2% of the feet or less of that. Amazing. That's crazy. That mm. small percentage could actually... I know. It seems really... It really is. And what, why... Uh, this is a science question. Why does asparagus make your pee smell? I don't know, and it doesn't do. Is it? It doesn't do it to everyone, or not everyone can detect the smell. We were talking about this last night, where it's sort of like the cilantro, cilantro um, uh, soap thing. Is where I wasn't people- there for that conversation, but I know <laughs> oh. some people really. That's um, coriander to the Brits. Yeah. Yeah. No, I knew what it. I was just trying to. But some people, soap, it tastes like soap, and that's the worst thing imaginable to them. Oh, oh, interesting. Oh. I forgot what the actual. It's a traceable to some. If it's like being able to roll your tongue or not, you know, one of those things. Oh, interesting. Oh, is it? Maybe. I don't know. Um, is asparagus it? smell by... I thought the roll your tongue thing is bullshit. Oh, I can't oh, roll my tongue. Really? I can't yeah. roll my tongue, mate. No, I don't think he means the fact that people can or can't But that it's genetic is... Yeah. The, no, it's genetic. I can't do it. Yeah, but... I guess, yeah. How would you... He hasn't learned correctly if it's not... I mean, no, it's genetic. Is, I can't do it. But can your dad... I don't know. I've never... Here we go. Looking this up. Look. 
I mean, you can look at me, try and do it. I'm not doing it to... Wait, yeah, do, do your best t- tongue roll. <laughs> that is, I mean, the listeners are really missing out. Yeah, I literally just, can't do it. This is, it's I can't either, my, my goes to like a clover shape. Oh, really? You just, you make that vagina thing. That's the vagina. Oh, you actually one. can That's do it. Word. All right. It's like a vagina. How do you do it? All the boys, so I can. Oh my god, that's so I weird to I me. Can I can do that thing. But here we go. Family studies demonstrate that tongue rolling is not a simple genetic character, mm. and twin studies demonstrate that it is influenced by both genetics and the environment. Mm. Uh, my mum and dad just never, never sort of on that first that trimester, whatever it's called, like got that first trimester. That's when I'm in the womb, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's the first bit of when you're one to? Seven, what's that? Your informative years? <laughs> anyway, they didn't teach me how to roll my yeah. tongue. So yeah, according to this, it turns out many studies have shown that the myth is incorrect, but tongue rolling remains a popular subject in genetics classes. Most people, when first asked, either can easily roll their tongue, here called R, this is a little chart, or cannot roll at all, NR. The proportion of people <laughs> who can roll their tongue ranges from 65 to 81%, with a slightly higher proportion of tongue rollers in females than males. Oh. However, some people, especially children, cannot roll their tongue when first asked, but later learn to do so. Uh, Komai, this is one of the studies in 1951, found that the proportion of tongue rollers amongst Japanese school children increased from 54% at ages 6 to 7 to 76% at age 12, mm. suggesting that over 20% of the population learns to tongue roll during that age range. Feels like a weird thing to be practicing. Yeah. That some people learn to roll their tongues after first being unable is the first evidence that it's not a simple genetic character. There are also some people who can only slightly roll at the edges and cannot easily be classified as either a roller or a non-roller. I think you're an, I think you're a you're a daywalker. You like yeah, I'm a, I'm a maybe. You're an a roller, like an asexual ruler. So is it is this also uh, a situation where Japan is beating us again in education? Yep. They're, they're rolling their tongues at an eighth make, grade level. They make the best food, and <laughs> yeah. they 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 can all roll their tongue. Yeah, sushi rolls and tongue rolls. So they did it. They were all about the rolls. <laughs> the rolls, the rolls yeah. so many rolls. So there were a couple of family studies where they compare parents and offspring, which are, I can't remember to give you the full numbers, but it gives an idea that it is at least partially genetic. That there is two rolling parents had a 90% chance of a rolling offspring. Right. A roller and a non-roller had a 68% chance of a roller, and a two non-rollers had a 34% chance of a roller. So our kids only got a 68% so, chance if we have one. Yeah. Good math. Is that really making you rethink parenthood? Yep. What's the yep. point? Chris is doing it because of the environment. I'm doing it because he might not be a non-roller. Yeah. <laughs> he might be a non-roller. Okay. So they're, they're more likely... But if this trait was simple one gene, two LAL genetic character, with rolling completely dominant to non-rolling, the two non-rolling parents could not have a rolling child. Both studies found rolling offspring of non-rolling parents, so the trait must be more complicated than the myth says. The discrepancy could be due to more complicated genetics, including multiple alleles or multiple genes, or some kind of environmental influence. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Go. Stop teaching tongue rolling. And then it goes on to talk about twin studies as well in this article. So it's not a simple genetic character. It's a complicated one. But it's, it's a factor, the genetics. Genetics are probably a factor. And the asparagus pee thing is also real. Um, only <laughs> some people can smell it. Everybody who eats asparagus oh. has uh, this... Smelly pee. But some people have anosmia oh. to that smell. So they can't... They lack the ability to detect it... Um, 
Yeah, I don't really smell. I don't really. I don't smell know if it. I do. I think we need to. Eat. I definitely I do. I, I don't really smell my pee that much, though. But no, you <laughs> but can't. So you strong. can't avoid it. If you, yeah. like, if you, I will go. I will pee at some point and then go. Oh yeah, I forgot I there was asparagus in the food that I had earlier. Yeah. Right, I and, that and that's pee. from a distance. From like a standard. How far are you peeing from your toilet? Well, well, also, I guess, I guess I'm not the tallest person, so the distance from my you're closer to it. Yeah, I'm closer to my penis than a six foot person mm, mm. at the moment of urination. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's true. The, the six foot person is nowhere near my penis. Unless they've got very. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. So apparently there are 400 different genes for the different receptors in every nose. Some people have a mutation in one of those genes that affects the ability of that receptor to respond to the chemical that makes pee smell funny. So the defect seems kind of arbitrary. Um, Just an odd quirk of human evolution. Up to 50% of people can detect the smell. So I guess around 50 can't. Wow. I can't smell piss. I can't roll my tongue. This has (laughs) ruined my (laughs) self-esteem, this podcast. (laughs) Yeah, if you How were like, if again? you had a gun like held to your head, and people were like, did this person eat asparagus early in the day? I'd be like, fifty-fifty. Roll me. your tongue for yes. Yeah. I'd be yeah. like, well, this is urinate, Gunter. <laughs> urinate in front of the hostage. <laughs> Do you reckon I could smell someone else's? No, that's piss more. No, I think. No. I think, it, yeah, I think it's just you, people's you digestive systems are similar enough that it has kind of the same character coming out. Right. Of what else can't I do? Um, what else can't Chris <laughs> Martin do? It should be the name of this podcast. Do you have you had cilantro before? Or yeah, I love it. He yeah, loves I love it. it. Yeah. So it doesn't smell. Like it doesn't taste so. I love it. Bit of that. Bit of coriander. Although someone told me it's actually coriander is the name of the seed, not the plant. In, a, oh. in America, that's what they do. In America, in America they right? use coriander for the spice, spice and cilantro for the herb. And we just use it. But then they call it herb. Then they call it herb. But Which yeah. really, it seems like that should be the opposite. If anyone's going to drop an H, you'd think you guys would drop the H, yeah. not us, for that word. But then, uh, no, you sort of have weird... What else um, do we the, have Well, like the American that? language has... T's, you drop T's. Well, be, but like, what else that... But also, you, you guys... You're, you're some, be, but also, you're sort of linguistically more pretentious than us sometimes. Like you'll sometimes go for the longer or more convoluted word rather than the simpler one. Like? Um, we shorten a lot of words, I've realised that, in the UK compared to over here. Just all the time. It, like, egg air conditioning and they call it AC we call it air con someone's like what's air con like, air conditioning sat nav sat nav oh yeah what do you call it maps what is sat nav I mean you, we, you, just GPS I guess we, even yeah, though it's GPS we okay. call it a mobile you call it a mobile telecommunications portable handset device horseback riding oh yeah wait what, what do you guys say horse, horse, horse riding. riding well you're on its back though yeah, but, yeah, but we know that. Where else would you be? No we, don't need to, we don't need to qualify. Horse Horseback riding is kind of weird. I think Brits, I think yeah. we like get it quick. We just know what we're saying. So we don't need to put all the extra words in. But Americans, yeah. you're never sure. You want to go for a bit of horsey? Let's go horsey, right? Is that Horse? what you guys... No. No? No. 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 <laughs> you were so offended by that. Tough crowd. We just for didn't that one. care. No. <laughs> uh, but yeah, belching cows, that's good. And also, uh, new listener Tyler sent in a couple of stories, including one about how... July was the hottest month on record for the planet. Oh. Good news all around. That's lovely. Yay. Happy, happy news. And welcome, Tyler. Welcome to the <laughs> show. It's on the news. We've broke another record. It's like, why? <laughs> yeah. It's not good. That's a bad thing. We're very bad. We're number one. So, Matt, we came in second place at Trivia last night. We did. We did. We we knew a lot of things, but we didn't know everything. Not everything. If only we knew everything. It feels good to have the winning answer at Trivia Nights. It does. 
and also just to know some bigger picture things rather than just trivia. Yes. In fact, to... in many ways, the opposite of trivia. Sure. Non-trivial matters. A full, deep understanding of the universe. If only there was some way. If only there were some way that we could have world-class top scientists and lecturers deliver tailor-made courses straight to us. Oh, wait, I didn't, t- I didn't tell you about this? What, what? There, there is a way. What the? The Great Courses Plus. Oh, yeah, the same way we've been advertising for a yeah, while, because we yeah, really yeah, like the sponsor. Yeah. <laughs> the streaming service that gives you the freedom to learn more about virtually any topic, and not just the basics, but truly master it, as, as you explained. Yeah, this is they've got a range of all sorts of subjects, from arts to sciences. We've been focusing on the science ones, and we've been currently doing the Theory of Everything course. Yeah, that's a very interesting one that has some mind-bending stuff, like string theory and loop quantum gravity. I haven't gotten to that episode yet, but uh, it's a 24 lecture series um, trying to explain all of reality. And the joy of it is it works on so many different ways you could absorb media. You can listen to it as a podcast style as you're driving in your car, then you can switch to watching it on your TV or laptop and watch the videos and it'll take over where you left off the audio and so on. Uh, It's incredibly versatile. It's incredibly useful. The one subscription gives you access to all of the lectures so you can jump around or like us you can do a deep dive on one of the courses yeah they have tons of things covering history um tai chi the gut microbiome i'm just jumping around here brain plasticity the universality of humor how to survive in the wilderness or and the theory of everything which encompasses all of those things but very much from a physics standpoint but yes in addition to that there are hundreds or i think thousands of lectures on the great courses so we've already heard from a bunch of you who've given it a go and you can do that for free if you just go to the great slash probably you get a one month free trial so give it a go see how it works for you see if you like it you can continue or stop as you like but we think you're probably going to continue because this is a great way. I know our listeners like sort of entertaining ways to absorb knowledge. We are probably more at the entertaining than right, knowledge end of that right. spectrum. This is more of the knowledge rather than entertaining end. We've done some surface level stuff on a lot of these topics, but if you want to get into a lot more detail, this is the best way to do it. It's, it's very cool. And you can use it to supplement uh, your studies or you can just do it because you're like, hey, I just want to kind of know about this stuff. And there are like professional and personal development courses in addition to science and history and you know, travel, food and wine, pretty much anything you can think of, you'll find yep. some course. On so the once again, plus. that is thegreatcoursesplus.com slash probably for a one month free trial. Give it a shot. Scary. Although a bit colder in LA this year. Have you noticed that? You think it's a colder summer? I think it's a colder yeah. summer. Last year, I distinctly remember it being insanely hot for a while. Oh, last while. year was like the worst fire year in a while, right? Oh, yeah. Was it last That's, summer? Yeah, it was last yeah. summer. Whereas this year, it rained a bit, so I was op- cautiously optimistic, and then everyone in like, France is like on fire, so. Yeah. Yeah. But, oh, good. Wait, did it rain a little bit last night? Or did I have a dream that it rained last night? It didn't rain last night, did it? I don't think it did. Probably didn't. You okay. have some crazy dreams, <laughs> I think I had a weird dream, very specific. <laughs> Definitely didn't rain. Tell you what there is, though, what has happened. A man's penis turning to bone. Oh, I didn't know if you are going to do that story. All right. What? Like that. We're, we're, doing, we're going Actual there. Thanks, Eric Boyce, for sending you that story. Yeah. Man's, yeah. Sure. That's a real boner. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. Sometimes the body grows bone in places it shouldn't. This is a case where a man was diagnosed with an extremely rare condition. His penis was turning to bone, according to a new report. The 63-year-old man went to the emergency room after he fell on the sidewalk onto his buttocks. According to the report published in the September episode of the journal Urology Case Reports, he was able to walk, but he told doctors he was experiencing knee pain, 
When doctors performed a physical exam, the man also reported penile pain. Given that he'd fallen his butt, the doctors decided to x-ray his pelvis to check for bone fractures. That's when they noticed something very strange. The man appeared to have ossification along the entire shaft of his penis. Mm-hmm. <gasps> so what happens when you drink too much cow's milk, guys. <laughs> yep. It's very rare, apparently, penile ossification. Oh a bone God. forming inside the penis. But why were his knees sore? Fewer than... Yeah, I don't get... Are those related? How were those really... Yeah. Are those in the same area? Because good on you, buddy. Yeah, That's, man. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Didn't realize it was Will Smith. Wait, what's the... He's got a massive dick, apparently. Oh, that, I hadn't heard that about Will Smith. <laughs> that was the weirdest reference. I was like, what it was, I was slightly like, what, niche. What, what movie but, uh, Will Smith in where his dick turns Well, I couldn't bone. remember the other guy. <laughs> <And> then, <laughs> the relation was Will Smith has a big dick. Wow. To is that your big dick reference in life? I, I couldn't remember was, the other guy. I thought Milton Berle was the go-to. Yeah, no. oh. like, like Ron Jeremy, but Will Smith, he's a rapper. He's an actor. He's, he's, he's a, a quad, family. He's, he's a, quadru- a dad. Quadru- quadru- and where do you think he got the confidence to do all those yeah, different... Exactly. <laughs> Why do you think he's so successful? I was like, he Hancock, is Hancock. Has yeah. he got a big dick in that one? <laughs> it's right there in the name. No, because in the shower scene in um, <laughs> I Am Legend... Is that why you thought it's called I Am Legend? Because he's got a massive dick. They have to tape his penis to the side of his leg because they couldn't get it out of shot because it was so big. And that is the truth. And that was all of the details missing (laughs) from Hannah going... Look, I go A to B to C, okay? That's, that can, that's a very legitimate joke. Oh, my God. A to B to C. How am I married to you? This is amazing. Why don't You can't fucking roll your tongue, mate, so calm down. Oh, if you Google... <laughs> If you Google Will Smith, Big Dick, it's just people's stories about him being a dick. All right. <laughs> so, so I mean, it's like Damn it. only Hannah knows about. It. Have you Will Smith? Is this what this is like? No. Have you had sex with Will Smith? No. You said that slightly wistfully, like. <laughs> Sorry to the nephews listening to this part of the podcast. My wife has taken into a no. horrible territory. <laughs> We didn't have to discuss it if everyone got the reference. <laughs> it could have been left if unsaid. Everyone, if everyone was in Hannah's mind, then it would have been, it'd be a much better podcast. We could start the rumor here. This could be the place this takes off and becomes the next I Hollywood legend. I swear Legend. it's a rumor. Well, it is now. I swear it's a rumor. It is definitely yeah. a rumor. I swear it's a made-up bit of information I got told by someone, yeah. I, I wish the internet was backing you up on this, but it's not. I'm not finding nothing. No, oh, okay. It's science, guys, okay? I promise. <laughs> oh, my God. So, what's happened to this, this bone dick guy? He feels very. Yeah, yeah bone dick. <laughs> I'm crying. Hannah's crying. Wait, where were we on this? Okay, yeah. So, uh, ossification. He'd fallen on his butt. Uh, the condition is rare. Fewer than 40 cases are reported in medical literature. Um, ossification happens when calcium salts build up in soft tissues, leading to bone formation in areas of the body where there's connective tissue. Uh, exactly why this <laughs> happens isn't always clear, but doctors know that penile ossification, though rare, is often linked with another condition called Peyronie's disease, which occurs when scar tissue builds up in the penis, causing the organ to bend or curve. Peyronie's yeah, disease? Yeah, Peyronie. Don't I've drink Peyronie's or milk. <laughs> don't drink Peyronie's yeah. or milk, yeah? Don't have uh, Italian lager. Stella's disease on the other hand uh, <laughs> disease, yeah. um, that condition can also cause penile pain with or without erections according to the Mayo Clinic oh no uh, so yeah in this case the man left the hospital against medical advice dude you got a bone in your dick I know stay <laughs> what going on it's I can break it down oh. yeah they couldn't pinpoint the cause of his condition but they suspect he may have had that Peyronie's disease um, treatment for penile ossification depends on the extent of bone formation and the patient's symptoms 
Men who don't have any symptoms typically don't need treatment right away, but those with bothersome symptoms such as pain may be prescribed painkillers or receive injections. In severe cases, surgical treatment. What, um, would they remove the bone? Well, yeah, okay. Then there's another case here. We shouldn't do so much dick stuff in this episode. Whatever. Uh, in 2017, a 43-year-old... You're doing an article about a guy with a bone in his yeah, penis. Yeah. So. In t- 2017, a 43-year-old man in Texas went to the doctor because he felt a firmness in his penis. <laughs> I don't know if that's where you go. Uh, <laughs> and he reported difficulty having erections. He was diagnosed with Peyronie's disease, and he elected to have an inflatable penile prosthesis also known as a penile implant, to treat that ED. But while the doctors were performing the surgery, they found calcified tissue, i.e. Oh. bone, in the penis, which was removed with surgery. Oh. So, uh, you know. That's no fun. That's no fun. Um, yeah, where do we go from there? How do we dig up? We do some also- fun stories. It's, it's all kind of life sciences this week, but I'm okay with that. Sure. Uh, I quite like the story that Chris Nelson sent in about drone delivery of vaccines in the Congo. Yeah. That's What's this? A good use of a bad thing. Oh yeah, yeah. This is I like. I like this story. I like that drones rather than yeah shooting people, people or making cheaper films. Uh, <laughs> yeah, ruining or annoying um, neighbors. Yeah. Right, yeah, yeah, ruining your view of the Grand Canyon. Right. Now right. is that a thing? Now I bet. Oh fuck! I bet I haven't been to the Grand Canyon. Recent. You're still not supposed to do it. No, but there people were. There oh, was, it was a when couple. We were in Yosemite, was no, it? Oh, right? is that where it was? Yosemite. Then some guy got told off for trying to drone it out. But just by another man, not by like park rangers. We were like, who are you, mate? Kevin Hart. And then they went, what? He's famously got a drone at home. No, no. <laughs> oh, he does? No, no I don't. No, no, he's trying to be me. He's trying <laughs> to take the mic out of me. But it was so badly done okay. because that was a terrible joke. It's so badly done because it made no sense like, like your one. Yeah. Someone's going to back me up. Someone write in all caps and email saying Will Smith that Will Smith does have a big dick. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so email us probably science at gmail.com and remember to mark your envelopes Big Dick Will. <laughs> big Willie. Big Willie style. Big Willie style. <laughs> yeah. is, that where, is that where the rumour starts? I'm going to Google it. You guys chat amongst yourselves. I'm bringing it back round to the you end. You can find any, even a rumour. <laughs> I mean, I was just looking for gossip. So not find a rumour about it on the internet is very... It takes effort. It means not it's not a rumour. How not, yeah. big is... <laughs> How have we got back to this? Well, no, you guys carry on. About the drones, that was good. The drones was nice. Yes. Okay, the drones are delivering vaccines, you said, Matt? Yes. So, residents of a remote province along the Congo River got several special deliveries of vaccines from a small fleet of drones, marking a first for the country and a milestone in strengthening its medical supply chain. When the first of the fully autonomous drones landed in... uh, Widjifake? 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 W-I-D-J-I-F-A-K-E, which is a remote village in the Democratic Republic of the Congo's Equator province. Crowds gathered to applaud and cheer the novel arrival. The communities are fully engaged and excited, maybe a little too excited, said Oliver Diwafe, who was overseeing the new operation as part of his role at Village Reach, a Seattle-based non-profit. Apparently, the crowd got a little bit overexcited and needed some health controlling. But Duarte welcomed the enthusiasm. A huge part of the effort is making sure that locals, especially the villagers who are receiving the vaccines, are on board with the new technology. In a little over two days, the drones delivered three months' worth of vaccine supplies to three health clinics and vaccinated babies from seven families against polio. On the return trips, they hold reports and lab samples for measles and yellow fever. To implement the new delivery system, Village Reach collaborated with the DRC's government, drone startup Swoop Aero and Gavi, a public-private partnership backed by the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation that promotes vaccine efforts. 
That's awesome. That's really great. And there's been, is there not been an outbreak of measles in New Zealand or something? There's been one well, in the, the US. Well, the UK oh. has just, uh, the, the UK has just lost its official uh, World Health Organization measles free status. <gasps> really? Just more anti-vax people. Yeah, I think so. I thought that was more of a US thing. I didn't know it took, yeah. well, I guess you're, like you said, your mom fell for yeah. one of them. Yeah, so now the internet, I knew a kid at school who never had any vaccinations. Robbie Boyd. Robbie Boyd. And he's now a musician. He's a musician. He's a musician. All right. But um, if you're listening, Robbie, (laughs) I hope you're well. (laughs) If you want us to start any rumors about you. Uh, Uh, Can I also just say VH1.com has got a list of celebrities' penis sizes, small, medium and large. No, it does not. Yes. And included next to Eddie Murphy, John Mayer, Jeruel and Snoop Dogg, Will Smith. Do they give a number? Will Smith's just, what? member is long. And then they've gone, that's all we need to know. What? So hang on. And the other ones, are they given actual sizes? Some of them. Th- small, Brad Pitt. Oh. Okay, but what is what size is small, though? It doesn't... Uh, are any of them actual sizes here? What is this? Wait, 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 wait. How is VH1? Oh, there get- we go. Recent study declared the official average length of an erect penis to be between 5.16 inches with circumference 5. of 4... 16. Oh, one six. One Sorry, six. I was going to say five. Five point one six inches with circumference of four point five nine. The circumference measurement is and three point six inches long uh, when flaccid. Well, there you go. Anyway, yeah, I found this VH1 article. It's got it's a long list of people. <laughs> They have rumors. They've the categorized, categorized into small, medium, and large. What's that? Just the journalist's job there. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to just guess yeah. the length of people's. Sure. Yeah, it's people all, are doing real stuff. You're not like asking the, that in an interview. The seaweed research group. They're doing real stuff. That guy's doing not. I guess there's one person in particular that keeps citing in this article, Corrine Stephans. Do you know that person? No, is that the person? Did she write a book or they something? They see all their penises. I guess this person maybe was a groupie and I hooked up with all these people. I don't know. Wow, there's a lot of. Rapper penis sizes on this Reddit. We spent too much time on this. Yeah, show. let's move on. <laughs> yeah, drones, drones delivering vaccines. Yeah. Good stuff. Happy, happy stuff. Happy stuff. That's happy good. stuff. I'm let's. glad. What other douchey things can we re- repurpose to become beneficial to the world? Like, can we can we make those like yeah. uh, hoverboards send um, something else yeah. needed to countries instead of? Just having yeah, well, there's like um, female feminine products. Sure, could send selfie sticks. Can we use them to just yeah. sort of dangle down some aid to <laughs> some people from a? <laughs> just like if it's a little bit too far, of... like you can't land the plane in the jungle, yeah, like yeah, the yeah. Um, the helicopter. So you just get a selfie stick and you put some um, some fruit on it some or something. Just, 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 yeah. <laughs> some some, some oranges, nappies. a bag of oranges, some nappies for kids, some sanitary yeah. towels. I said say feminine products earlier. Oh, sorry. I went for a specific feminine <laughs> products. Sanitary towels. Not we ta- all knew what we Not did. tampons. Sanitary towels. I'm a sanitary <laughs> towel guy. Always have been. Um, always will be. Wait, sanitary towel? Is that a term? Yeah. Oh, I'm you call it a... Pad. Pad. Oh, okay, okay. I've never heard it. I think I've heard sanitary napkin, which is also weird. We don't call it a pad because it's confusing. Like, is it? Is it? Uh, is it an iPad? Is it someone's house? Their pad? You know oh, what I mean? Oh, right. Well, I mean, we say that for. I mean, I don't. But I'm like, just joking. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we definitely don't do that. I was trying to give. Don't ever get my feminine products confused with my iPad. Yeah, that's for sure. With my friend's apartment. <laughs> that was actually. I remember when everyone thought the iPad was going to be a flop, and part of it was because it like was too easy to make fun of and sounded like a feminine really and now they're fucking huge yeah 
There was, there was a time when those were like touch and go. Oh, I was like, who's going to buy? Are they huge? I feel like. I guess. I yeah. had one for a bit and then I went, I don't really. Do, I people prefer it. them to. I just get a laptop. Yeah. It's like it's like a shit laptop, really. Or it's a cumbersome phone. Yeah. But I think they sell well I assume they're doing well off them. They got like professional things you can do graphic design with, and mm-hmm. people swear by. Them. I feel like in I feel like in profet like the amount of stuff shop or anything you go into, and someone's just holding an iPad. It feels like that's their market. Whatever the whatever the industry, yeah. someone's holding an iPad now. Yeah, or those like restaurant, yeah, uh, sort restaurant of ordering, mm-hmm. yeah, gym. You know, like a personal trainer is bowling around with an iPad, thinking they're more important than they actually are. I'll yeah. just put this into. My morning session schedule, you know. Yeah, so they're just like status signifiers. Now. Oh, like, yeah. Is, yeah. I, I have a job that's customer facing. Yeah. Soon you'll a get a parking ticket from a policeman with an iPad. I wouldn't be surprised if you already do. I, what are they? It's too big. Though. No, they have those like little things that are. How uh, are they going to hold the gun? Out. If they're holding that in a way, yeah. in it. Trigger fingers, and you know. <laughs> Um, <laughs> the UK, they could definitely get all two iPads. Sure, in the UK. I get it. You guys have billy clubs, and you're better than us. You get <laughs> too many guns. I know. Do you hear they might? Uh, Dick Sporting Goods might stop selling guns. That's not science, but that's a positive. Oh, that's that good. is a positive. That's amazing. It's actually semi-negative because I, I didn't know. realize they yeah, sold guns. Yeah. 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 For hunting, ostensibly, but uh, like, yeah. If everyone else could follow suit, that would yeah. be fantastic. Walmart, Walmart going to do anything? Enough backlash on that? I no. forgot if Walmart stopped selling some guns. I thought they did something, but... No, they they, they banned video games. Video games. Oh, advertising. Yeah, that was it. Video game advertising. That'll, that'll solve everything. Do we have another story, man? Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm trying to choose between a couple of little ones. Um, there's one space story. Should we do that? Sure. Space. Which is that? It's one that Justin Braw sent in about water-powered spacecraft. Oh, I made Ooh. one of those as a kid. Yeah. Did you ever do one of those things where you pump up the water into that little yeah rocket, into the rocket and, and you it step on a thing and it goes? No, yeah. that sounds amazing. Yeah, this is one of the, one of the better kid toys. So picture two tissue box sized spacecraft orbiting Earth. Then picture them communicating and using a water-powered thruster to approach each other. If you can do that, and that's a big if, okay. according to this article, then you're up to speed on one of the activities of NASA's Small Spacecraft Technology Program. It's all part of NASA's effort to develop small spacecraft to serve their space exploration, science, space operations, and aeronautic endeavors. The two spacecraft are CubeSats, defined as no larger than 10 centimeters by 10 by 10. They're in orbit around the Earth, around 9 kilometers, which is five and a, 5.8 miles from one another, they established a radio communication link, then one of them issued a command to the other. The boss then told the subordinate to fire its water power thruster and approach. The water is turned to steam, then used to propel the spacecraft. Wow. Does it? I mean, when it says turned to steam, that just sort of... It's boiled. Yeah, but that's just a function of it being in zero, like, l- pressure, right? It's got nothing to do with Oh, um, the I mean, heat, I is know. it? Does it say if they actually heat it up and then expel it or if it's just being expelled I don't know as liquid this little bit of drama is all because it because water would pretty much instantly boil in space anyway wouldn't it unless it's you're looking at the wrong guy you look look very intently at me and I don't know I I don't know why would it boil in space because there's zero pressure there and the lower the pressure the oh the the like the higher yeah the lower the boiling point of water Oh, but it's also very cold, so yes. I don't... How could you simultaneously freeze and boil? It seems like it would sort of be... Is that... Mm. Uh, what would happen? I'm not sure. Steam. Yeah. That's what happens. Sure. Someone write in. Come on. Yeah. 
You have to find a solution to this. this Would is I get solvable. a quicker cup of tea in space than on Earth? Is what I'd like to know. Oh yeah, That's good though, isn't it? It'd be like having one of those um, instant um, boiling water taps. If it, if it yeah, was I like love that. that. Mm-hmm. That'd be good if you just had a just went out of the spaceship and it just immediately turned hot. That yeah. feels weird though. But but then when it's cold outside, is that why there's just steam? Here we go. What's the boiling point of water in space? So obviously, boiling point of water in at one atmos, which is the air pressure on Earth at sea mm-hmm. level, is a hundred degrees Celsius. Mm-hmm. I know that one? And I don't know what the Fahrenheit of that is, but two twelve. No. Oh. So it's not, it's just you, you should know. You should that. know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our dumb system. Much easier Celsius, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, what happens if you if you put water in a vacuum chamber and evacuate the air? The water boils. There's videos of that online, but it boils and then freezes. That's hmm. interesting. And astronauts who have uh. peed in space have seen it for themselves. Wait, they had their what? They, they would if they take a leak while on a mission and expel the results oh, in space. All oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, it, don't get your dick out yeah, there. <laughs> it boils. Violently, the vapor then passes Ooh. immediately into the solid state, what? a process known as desublimation, and you end up with a cloud of very fine crystals of frozen urine. That's so cool! How come we don't get 4K videos of that? There is a compelling physical reason for this, the very high specific heat of water. Mm. It's incredibly difficult to change the temperature of water rapidly, because even though the temperature gradient is huge between the water and interstellar space, water holds heat incredibly well. Further, because of surface tension, water tends to remain in spherical shapes in space, which actually minimize the amount of surface area it has to exchange heat with its sub-zero environment. So the freezing process would be incredibly slow unless there was some way to expose every water molecule individually to the vacuum of space itself. But there is no such constraint on the pressure. It's effectively zero outside the water. And so the boiling can take place immediately, plunging the water into its gaseous phase. But when that water boils, remember how much more volume gas takes up than liquid and how much further apart the molecules get that means immediately after the water boils this water vapor now effectively a zero pressure can cool very rapidly once you get below around 210 kelvins you're going to enter the solid phase for water no matter what your pressure is so that's what happens first the water boils and then the very fine mist that it boils away into freezes giving rise to a tenuous fine network of ice crystals. That's pretty cool. That's really it's worth going to space, actually, for that. I would go to space just to pee and then throw it out. Mm. So. Right. So that's also what's happening when... Have you seen people do that thing where you go outside on a, on a really cold day and have a pan of boiling water and throw it up into the air? And yeah, it and it goes... Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's Basically also what's what kind of happening. Oh, interesting. So the very quick reduction in pressure going from having water on top of it to just air will cause a rapid boil... And then the quicker action of the extremely cold air on the water vapor will cause the formation of frozen crystals. That's so cool. That's one of the secret perks of space. I know. Haven't yeah. people messed up doing those? Um... They very much have. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, that seen. pan. Yeah, there yeah. are some that very boiling? entertaining yeah. videos of people Getting either not throwing it vigorously enough or yeah. not having the water <laughs> hot enough so it vaporizes first and then they're just basically throwing hot Up water on their heads. Hot water. Yeah. yeah. What was this video online we got shown about, a, was it through a podcast where a guy, when you wake up from uh, anesthetic and you don't recognize you? Your missus. Yeah, have you heard of that? Yeah. It's a phenomenon that's, wait, like permanently or just No, no, no just for that while they're kind of coming on out of that kind of groggy phase. There's all these videos if like you ever want to like feel good about life is you watch... All these men oh. wake up and then be like, 
oh my god who are you the nurse you're the most beautiful thing I've ever seen in my life and they're basically like re-chatting up their wives they're, right, right. and their wives are laughing and they're like but it's actually really sweet to yeah, watch like, well, I get to be married to you yeah. what yeah it's very that's cute weird. I don't understand why but yeah it's really cool that's a real danger what if you don't do that though yeah, yeah I'm still worried about get this monster tomorrow. nurse away from me yeah yeah, yeah. who are you <laughs> you're gross I'm still worried about seeing dumb shit when I come out of anesthesia tomorrow. Uh, who's going with you? My mom's going with me. Okay. Yeah. Well, She's the most beautiful person I've ever <laughs> Oh my God. My I guess. <laughs> yeah. oh. oh, that's quite sweet. Oh, I really like that. I should just say that anyway, even if Please. I'm totally conscious. Just just say, like, yeah. Yeah. Oh. I get to be your son. I'm so lucky. We'll see what happens. I'm trying to find video of um, liquid in space and um, not... I don't think that they turn their cameras on their pee as they yeah. spell it. Bullshit. Out Come on, NASA. How boring are NASA? Yeah. Boring. I'm trying to find a video of astronauts pissing in space and it's not. <laughs> I see. Yeah, I this couldn't is find it either. This is how you made that Patreon money. Oh, no. You go, I want another piss-based space story. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You guys are going to pay for it and then you get it. I still <laughs> get this for free. Yeah. Remember to mark your envelope space piss. Space <laughs> piss and Will Smith's dick. <laughs> Just trying to find a video of Will Smith's dick. Uh, that's I love that this is the episode. Where I was like, We're going to change it up for the next. How system. clever are how clever are your listeners? You just get emailed a photo of his of his willy. That would be if, really good. If that's the reach we have, or a drawing. But you know, <laughs> get your drawings in. You need not just yeah. a picture of the dick. You need something next to it to show size, like a bottle of nail varnish. Or why would I don't know. Be the thing to use because <laughs> everyone knows how big a bottle of nail polish is. That a standard is. thing, really? I don't know. I, I once used it when I was showing how big my bruise was. That's okay. why I thought oh, of it. Was cool. I put that my is, nail varnish bottle is, next is, to it? That is a thing because I once did um, a very bad TV show in the UK where they had a rapper on called da- uh, da- was it Dappy da- Dappy from uh, N Dubs. Do you remember him? I do remember. I Baby remember. cakes. But he f- that's no, them? that's not them. Babes. Is that not them? No, it's not them. Oh. No, ignore her for a second. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's a rumor that actually they anyway, did sing that song. Dappy from N Dubs. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anyway, there was, he was like, I'm on thoroughly the, enjoying this married couple yeah. tension on this episode. <laughs> on this, um, it's a treat. We don't so, normally get that. Second them. time you've got married people on, first time they've ever divorced straight after the <laughs> podcast. Sure. I, feel, I feel very insecure about my length. Um, but Carry on. Dappy from N Dubs famously had, this is how bad the show was on ITV2. It was like trash. And uh, they were saying, oh, apparently you've got quite a big penis. And then they showed a photo of him naked that was on the internet you could find it dappy naked I don't think we maybe won't put that one in the show notes I think you guys can do your own it's flaccid (laughs) but it's massive and for some reason next to it he's holding a small bottle of orange Tropicana I don't know what that's what I remember more so than like he'd gone this is my measuring stick is it like a standard like soda can? Yeah it's like um, it's like a little bottle of those what that little you know like Uber drivers sometimes have it. Aluminum, it's like the height of a regular soda can, but like narrower. It's an aluminum yeah. can? Yeah. Okay, I've seen those of orange juice, yeah. So maybe he's hoping you think it's like a Coke can. Yeah, he's thinking it's a two-liter bottle of Coke. Two-liter bottle with one Mentos in it. With a whole pack of Mentos. 
Are you looking it up now? I'm putting it in. <laughs> I like oh that my everybody's goodness. been searching for celebrity penises. <laughs> I thought you were just going to show the bottle of what the bottle was. No, no, that's what I thought you were sh- looking for. Well, if I find the picture, then that will reveal all. That's true. You get everything in one picture. This is very science-based. There it is. So much oh, no, sorry. I slightly misremembered. Which, in a way, is weirder. He's, you don't actually see anything, but he's naked, but for some reason he's fully naked whilst downing a bottle of Tropicana, which I think is weirder. <laughs> That's like, creepy. Like, he's almost like an advert for Tropicana. It's like, if you drink... Like, you don't see his actual... Thing. Oh, okay. You see what I mean? He's like, it's a weird pose, strange. though, right? Yeah. He's downing a bottle of Tropicana. It is a weird pose. And what's the song that he did or did not sing? No, just don't. Just ignore it. <laughs> I looked up. I wasn't right. I was, Whatever. So you didn't even believe me when I told no, you. No, I didn't wrong. believe you. I was convinced that, they were in That was three of a kind. He's it like, was three of a kind. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> On that beautiful note. <laughs> yeah, Chris and Hannah, how do our <laughs> listeners find out oh God, more about you and know. more podcast this... episodes where you are, you're arguing? Um... <laughs> They're not always so phallic, I say now. No, they're not actually. You can find um, podcast is not uh, released yet, but will be hopefully soon. Uh, but you can find us on social media. Hannah's on at Hannah Stanbridge. No H after Hannah. After Hannah's Hannah, Hannah, as in Hannah, as in the thirteen-year-old assassin from oh. the movie. Hannah. That's what she was named after. No, it wasn't. <laughs> Hannah Stanbridge, and I am. Um, what are my hands? I said yours Chris so at said. Chris M Comedy Because I have a surname He's going Coldplay So it's kind of annoying But he's not actually On social media So can't even find him He had a conscious uncoupling From social media Yes he did I think he never even Coupled up with it okay. Which means I have a lot of Indian followers Who wish uh, Who think I'm him Because <laughs> he played Dubai He oh, played in Dubai Not I've, just randomly Most of my just... followers uh, Think I'm in Coldplay yeah. Despite my profile Saying not in Coldplay <laughs> And me holding a photo That says I'm not in Coldplay yeah. But they just see a white white guy and with a bit of facial and the hair. word Coldplay somewhere in the book like, yeah. <laughs> I've put two and two together and I've got that he's Chris Martin these first Coldplay. two words before the word Coldplay probably means singer of <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they're like they're, they're Latin re- it's for almost it. like they think like this guy's trying to put me off the scent but I'm pretty <laughs> sure he's secret, in Coldplay secret account. I'm pretty sure this guy's uh, this guy in Coldplay is tweeting a lot about small gigs in LA <laughs> <laughs> he's doing a lot of stand up why is he yeah. always at, why is he always at the comedy and magic club in Hermosa <laughs> yeah, he's like, why is he always down there <laughs> I mean like it's very different to the arenas that he plays <laughs> yeah, like when, like, when they're on tour hmm, like, I guess he just goes there to keep his hand just in just keep, uh, keep himself <laughs> Keep myself uh, match fit, yeah. Yeah, just things a bit of yellow in between. So, yeah, that's where you can find us, and then hopefully we'll have this podcast soon, and it'll be stuff like Hannah doing what she just did there, just talking. Wow. Utter. Utter what, Chris? Utter Finish the sentence. Lo- <laughs> Utter it's lovely better. words. Utter lovely oh words. Oh, my God. <laughs> Who gets the blender in the divorce case? <laughs> Who gets the trunk blender? You can keep the trunk blender. Uh, I can keep the trunk blender. <laughs> keep the trunk blender. <laughs> keep your smelly farts and burps. And this is a character assassination. <laughs> anyway, thank you for having us all. Thanks for having us. I had a lovely time. We all, we, we all yeah. had a lovely time. You can find us at Probably Science, individually at Andy T. Wood and at Matt Kirsch. And ProbablyScience.com is the website where you can find all of the links to the stories we covered, plus our PayPal and Patreon links. Thank you very much again to our donors. Uh, and also you can help us out by spreading the word. Tweet, mm-hmm. Facebook, tell friends, write nice things about us on Apple Podcasts and Stitcher and all the different review places. And keep sending us cool stories and questions, comments, clarifications. Probably science at gmail.com is the email address for that. 
Chris, Hannah, thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks, guys. Thank you. See you soon. Bye.